But Ryan, if you could come right here. Okay. And, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, right here, you just stand right there. Oh. Yeah, I was just stalling till you got up here. Yeah. We love you and just like to hear about what God's been doing in the ministry there. Absolutely. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Ryan. Um, I'm Filipino, so I you wouldn't know if I'm in the young guy or old guy group because we just don't age. <laughs> People thought my when uh, I had a professor in um, seminary, he said, "Is that your girlfriend?" I brought my mom to class one time. Is that your girlfriend? And my dad introduces himself as my brother. But uh, it's good to be here. Um, Gosh, I've been a part of IFCA for 10 years now. And uh, Chaplain Warren Dane, where is he? He's back there. He brought brought me in. Um, I've grown a lot, not not physically, but I've grown a lot over. God, he's, he's seriously changed my spiritual DNA during this time. Um, I even told my wife, I, I, I don't know. That's like I met the Lord sometime in between when I joined and, and now. Uh, so as far as an update as Chaplain Ministry, when, when I think of the word incarnational or, or missional or just going out, I, I can't think of a better venue than the Navy Chaplain Corps. And I say the Navy Chaplain Corps, even though I have love for all the chaplains, but uh, we get to wear the Marine Corps uniform, which I have. We get to wear the Coast Guard uniform, which maybe one day. I was uh, in a regular, just a surface Navy ship. Um, I've been with uh, Special Warfare. I've been in joint environments. I was a student last year for, for a year, and uh, the ministry is, is always the same. And it's like this ministry where, where, where God says, make my gospel known in different contexts. So it's, it's, we're like we're missionaries. And getting to know the language of different people in different contexts, it just it brings me out of myself. And it's when you hit the deck, there's, what worked last time is not gonna work this time because, well, if you don't love people, then you're not gonna want to get to know them so it's this constant, I gotta humble myself, I gotta get in there and learn the language and not step on anybody's toes. And at the same time, I've, I've, I've been saying this, preaching this to myself for, I don't know, every, every day for the past few years. And that's that I so desperately wanna point people to the Savior by showing them how much I need a Savior. It means I don't get to hide anymore. And so my, my testimony uh, was, was one of pride, right? Uh, so. I wouldn't talk to you unless you had an MDiv or higher. I was like, what's up with that, right? So, and, and especially if your gender wasn't the same as mine, I probably wasn't gonna listen to you. So I'm a, I'm a recovered sexist, I'm a recovered, you name it. And, and, and so what, what God started to do, what he did, is he brought into my life a plumber, this guy named Dan. And uh, I can remember I was in station in San Diego and I was on a ship and I just, uh, Jeanette was pregnant again, I have four kids. Um, and uh, I remember getting in a fight with my, with my wife, I was, and I was stationed on a ship. And I remember, I remember saying, forget this, I always have a place to go. So I left, I left the house. I said, you can't fight with me, I, I have a place to stay. And I just remember being so broken that night, I, I, I punched something, it was like this plastic bin, my son's crying and, and uh, plumber Dan, right, he, he says, and this is the first time when someone's speaking like a like spiritual language to me because for me i've always grown up with the god the father god the son and the holy scriptures it's like who's the holy spirit right <laughs> but he started to say you know what uh two hours a little break is, is is okay but anything more than that's from the enemy and i'm like who's the enemy 
And so he started, he said, I'll tell you what, I'll meet with you once he was driving down from Yorba Linda all the way down to 32nd Street, San Diego. It's like 72 miles from his union, California. And he said, we'll, we'll, we'll meet and we'll talk about, you get to pick a, pick a book of the Bible. And he started to meet with me and um, God started to break down this wall of you're, you're not talking to me unless you have a degree. He's a plumber. Um, and then he came, brought me to the point where he, where I just remember the next duty station was Hawaii, suffering in Hawaii. Thanks to all the taxpayers for sending us to Hawaii. But uh, I just remember being so broken and uh, I just was so passionate about theology, but, but my love it was, it wasn't existing in my home. And I can remember Dr. Howard Hendricks when he used to preach, if it doesn't work in your home, then don't export it. And I remember being so convicted about that. Being, I just love people at work, but when I get home and I'm just this jerk. Um, and then it came to a point uh, when, when I got to Hawaii, I really thought I was there to help minister to people, but it was really, it was a point in my life where God said, I'm going to have the people you thought you were going to minister and minister to you. I'm just going to, I'm just going to change you from the inside. I'm going to rip out your heart and put a new one in there. I'm going to put my heart in there. And then your thoughts are going to be my thoughts. And the way you see people is going to be how I see people. And then there came this point where he goes, Brian, I want you to have no more secrets. And I was like, like, like no more than like 100% Lord. He's like 100% be fully known by your wife. So I call plumber Dan and, and, he, and I, he goes, the enemy's got nothing on you, Ryan. You can do this because of who Jesus is and, and uh, he's empowered you with the same spirit that resurrected Jesus from the dead. You, you go and you be free. And after that, there's a point in Hawaii, maybe 2013, and God set us free. We were actually, who was I talking to Stephen back there, that we actually became a ministry couple. And then they gave me this boldness, because I was in the probably the most type A macho unit in Hawaii. It was, uh, it was just the, the epitome, right, of a man's man. And, and my last words to the command was in this uniform, and it was a room full of special operators. Um, and I said, I said, gentlemen, some of you, this is probably going to be the, the most challenging thing you've ever heard. And I'm, I'm five foot one, right? These guys are like six foot nine, like just like stacked and built, built like uh, Mr. Anderson over there, just like big, right? And I said, I'm going to give you the most challenging thing you've ever heard. And right away, I feel like every, every like, these guys are like, what are you, you going to tell us, a small guy? And I go, you think you're fearless, but if you're not fully known by your wife, you're you're scared and you could never be fully known unless you're you can never be fully loved unless you're fully known and I challenge you there's about there's a handful of guys in here that I've sat with and I've prayed with and they are now secret free and I want you to find them and you don't have to be scared anymore and you felt this this chest pumping it just went oh my and 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 I literally dropped the mic and I, and I walked out and I've been praying for them since, but I, I've, been, I've heard stories when I reach back and uh, just the movement of God everywhere we've been. There, it's like some sort of revival or something, right? I think the gospel is making a comeback. I think discipleship is making a comeback in the church. And, and so it's not like, oh my gosh, I can't get around sinners because it's contagious. It's like God has thrown us in this ministry where we're in. I'm actually hanging out with people who struggle with alcohol and who are divorced. And I'm not afraid that it's going to get on me. Some like some sort of contagious, like, uh, God says, I want to love that person through you. So submit your the tone of your voice and, and the way you see them and just go be with them. That's where I would be. 
And I don't think anybody ever in my, in my ministry ever got saved because of my stance on alcohol. I just don't think anybody has. It's when I've submitted and I say, Lord, how do you see that person over there? Oh my gosh, they're so valuable in your eyes. So now you would you love them through me? And I just dropped the whole um, degree thing, <laughs> the, the pride. That fell down. The, 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 the secret thing was, was blown up. And by the way, that night, of, that night of freedom when I told my wife everything about me and, and, and every willful uh, sin that I ever gone into and how I'd, how I'd just been so um, uh, hypocritical, she said, okay, by the way, I wanna share something with you as well. And then that night we embraced and we said, thank God, it's, we, we're now set free to finally be used. Actually, I said, look how much we've done before this. I wonder what God's going to do tomorrow. And it's never, it's never been the same since. So, so when, you know, when we go to these different duty stations and we talk to different people, it's always the same. And it's like when I speak truth and when I, when I show transparency and then vulnerability, it's like a foreign language to people. Like, for instance, uh, in, in the Navy, there's a rate that the gunners make. They play with guns, right? It's like guys with guns, right? They're, they're greasy, and they're, they're putting these guns together. And I walk in, there's, there's a group of them. And I was like, hey, guys, hey gents, I, I want you guys to come to the marriage class. Every Monday, I do marriage enrichment class. You know, what are you doing there? Well, we, we just talk about, you know, one thing I talk about is I, wanna, I want every guy to be secret free with his wife. And one guy, he goes, I can't let anybody, I can't, I can't let anybody know, know me. Then they can control me. And I'm, and I'm thinking, spiritual warfare. Who's telling you that? That's a lie. That's a lie. So the bomb I dropped in there, right? These guys are jumping off. They're trying to gang up on me and I go, it's all men in here, right? That's cool. We can talk like this. I go, you guys think, you know, it's, how many of you guys like sex? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, you don't even know because God designed that. You have, you have never experienced it if you're bringing secrets into that marriage bed. But you want to know what sex is like? You come talk to me after. We'll just see you later. And, and these guys come around. These guys come around. And I've been telling these guys day after day and time after time I go, behavior modification is a cheap substitute for heart renovation. God wants your heart. And the heart of the issue is the issue of the heart. So I don't care what you struggle with. I go, I'd, I'd be willing, if, if we sit down, we can get to the heart of the issue and we nip that sucker at the root and all the screw just comes off. You don't have to try any harder. You've just never, you've been exposed because you've been your own savior. And that night when I just came clean, I, I, I really came in touch with my need for the savior. I stopped being my own savior. So this language is like foreign, right? Even it's emboldened me to talk to my COs. They, we had a... Um, we had a platoon of warriors come back one time and they said, Lord, I mean, not, not Lord, uh, sir, <laughs> to the Commodore, right? That's the same word in Greek, right, Lord and sir? So, like, sir, we report zero alcohol-related incidents, and uh, which is a big deal in that community because alcohol abuse is, is rampant in the military. I mean, it's sort of, sort of like a rite of passage. Like, you're not one of the guys unless you, you come drink with them and you get drunk, which is foolish. But I go, sir, that's not a win. We want guys to, to raise their hand and say, you know, I am struggling. I got so drunk last night, I didn't remember how well. That's a win, sir, this transparency, this vulnerability. Not this, not me. And I wonder if that's the same problem in the church, right? We could, we could speak straightforward here. 
Well, not me. No, we, I, I really think we need more people to say, I so need Jesus, and I'm not afraid to show it. I worshiped for years. This is how I worshiped. I'd be like this. Because I was afraid of what my wife would think of me if I actually showed how much emotion I have for Jesus. Or, or I wonder what they would think of, and that now I'm just been set free. This is all within the chaplain court, right? This is since I came in. So, and I, I, I had so much on my heart to share, but I just wanted to share um, what God's been doing just just recently. He's He's showed. Oh, is that the that's the timer? That's two minute warning. Okay. Ryan, show people how much you need the Savior. Point them to the Savior by showing how much you need Him. So once that dropped, it's like the, the doors opened for ministry, and, and I believe he can do that even in the church. Imagine that if your congregation's like, man, my pastor's so human. He's so in need of a savior. I kind of want to join that club, this I Need Jesus club. And then just watch it. I mean, it, people would actually be attracted to that. They thought they didn't want anything to do with it, but they're like, hey, tell me. It's sort of like Nicodemus and I like, hey, chap, tell me about that secret thing for you, man. Like, free from secrets. I want to, maybe, maybe I might consider that. I got a call last night. I was, no kidding. I was on the phone for three hours. He's like, I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. I think the Lord's going to tell me to do it this week. He's going to come in clean on, on two instances of adultery. And I go, you got it, dude. You can do it. Jesus restores all things. He can restore that. So I, I leave you with that. And I just. I love being here. I love seeing um, all you fellow young guys. And uh, I appreciate your, we covet your prayers. It's a mission field. And uh, that God continue to love other people through us. Thank you. We're going to now shift gears from... Uh